Listener Production. Brooke Boney and Linda Mariano's Dream Club. Hello and welcome to another episode of Brooke and Linda's Dream Club. Each week we scan the QR code of culture and check in to our favourite moments. This week we're checking in on Megan Fox and her misportrayal. Also, Adele is back, baby, and so are we. We are talking about re-emerging into life. Somewhat before lockdown. Feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah, restaurants, really cinemas, opening up again. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of it. I'm gonna get to the <laughs> to <laughs> your bottom of it. <laughs> Don't get to my bottom. Please stay away from my bottom. <laughs> hey, um, we love when you send us messages to uh, the Dream Club podcast on Instagram. Emily Northcote um, sent us a photo of a car in Adelaide with the number plate. Woofy one, the Woofy mobile. I love this. She also says, "Look at you, Woofies, out on the road." Woofy one. Imagine if that was our car. It probably is our car. I reckon we need to find it. I wonder if there's a more than one. Like, why would you name it one? Woofy if one. there's not a Woofy two. Oh, well, it implies like, the existence of a Woofy as well. Doesn't there's it? a Woofy crew. Who are you? Someone find the Radelaide can car, we, Woofy. Can we? If you see. Any woofy number plate, please take a photo and send it to us. We're desperate for this. If we you need to anything, get to the bottom of it. Anything that says woofy, just collect it. We need I to want get it to all. the bottom of this woofy mystery. Uh, hey, should we get into it? Yeah. <laughs> Brooke and Linda's Dream Club. Let us talk about one of the biggest selling artists in the world right now. After six years, essentially, of radio silence, Adele is back. The Londoner who has, oh my God, I can't even list all of the awards she's got. I'll try. There's nine Brit Awards. There's an Academy Award for her James Bond soundtrack song as well. There's 15 Grammys in there, all amongst her records of 19, 21, 25. She loves naming them the the ages that she was writing the songs. And the upcoming album that she's announced is called 30. It'll be out for you next month. And she has just unveiled the brand new single and it's called Easy On Me. And Brooke, what did you do when you first listened to this song? Well, everyone was warning me not to listen to it last week because of the hormones that I was on for the egg freezing. Mm -hmm. It was very, very emotional. And so I left it until the very last minute before we recorded today. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to cry during this. Like, gosh, I'm a little bit tougher than that. Uh, well, it turns out I'm not tougher no. than that. And I did she cry. She sobbed. She did. Because I was just thinking about how everyone's trying their best, aren't they? Go and easy on me. Go easy on me. And the, the best part of this as a breakup song is that she's not like attributing blame or like fighting or whatever. And I'm sure there are other songs on the album that are, you know, a little bit more um, that sit in that category. But for this one, this is like the way that she wants us to think of her breakup. As someone who's tried their best, I'm sorry, I was young, I didn't know what I was doing. 
And it just made me really emotional. <laughs> it's a tell. It's true. But that is what she does so well. That's what I think the greatest and most popular artists do is they take a really familiar universal theme of, you know, um, growing and hope and going through trauma and present it in a way that is refreshing, present it with new words, with a new melody, with her voice, which it's just so nice to hear her sing again because she only indulges when she is ready to let the world hear her. So she takes her time and, my God, it has paid off. You know, it was Spotify's most streamed song in a single day and it has actually knocked down the kid Leroy who was sitting at that very top of the Global 50 for so many weeks. She has taken it over. Actually, the list at the moment is amazing. It's like Adele, the kid Leroy and then Lil Nas X. That is incredible. Isn't, isn't that it? so nice? It's so, so lovely. I love that um, she is someone who is really comfortable in her own skin. You know, when she's talked about everything that she's been through, you know, like a breakup and losing weight and, you know, singing and, and all of the stuff that she's done, um, you just sort of see that she's a bit uncompromising and putting mm. herself out there. And her reaction to everyone's reaction to her losing weight, I think, was incredible. You know, often when celebrities have some sort of transformation, everyone's like, oh, wow, they're so much better now than when they than what they were mm. before. Oh, we love them even more, blah, 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 which is incorrect. And she was like, it really hurt me to see that. Yeah. Because you're she- measuring one version of her to another and saying that you liked one better. Like, that's so mean. And she said, and you can read this, she did these two meticulously glamorous photo shoots with Vogue America and Vogue UK, both with the most, you know, the cat eyeliner, the big ball gowns, slicked back hair, but then also big glamours on hair. Mm. She just looked incredible, but she just sounded so confident in her skin and, and also was talking about how... How shit it was that people, one, expected her to take them on the journey of her weight loss and that it was about how much better she was looking. But she was like, no, it was for my mental health. And Mm. I did it really slowly because that was what was healthy for me. And I thought if I can feel physically healthier, then maybe I'll feel mentally healthier. And Mm. that's how it worked out for her. I think it's unfair that she's 30. Like, I think given everything she's done, she should be like 40 to 45. Well, she's 33. Okay, that makes me But she should probably be 51, I reckon, with that amount of wisdom. Yeah, because she just has it sort of two together for me, for my liking, you know? Yeah, and she can really kind of pinpoint it out with hearing what Easy on Me sounds like. Mm. I'm like, it's too good. It's too good. It's It's too good. good. You have to be 50 to 60, actually. I'm going to read, I'm going to. Honestly, the piano, the humility. How funny she still is in all of her interviews, even though she's won literally every award that you could ever give to someone. She talks about just how much she loves eating crisps and eating them out of the bottom of a bag and, like, turning it upside down. My favourite crisp is prawn cocktail walkers or just ready-salted walkers with loads of Worcester sauce on it. This is why you are an awesome legend. (laughs) You are an Awesome legend. There is no other way to put it. That's it. And There's I no love, other way to put it. Okay, so when we just listened to it before, this is what you said about her voice. Isn't it just like a beautiful river? And it is. And you're right. <laughs> it is. And she's a beautiful legend. <laughs> no, I actually said uh, awesome legend. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome legend. 
She's just so funny, you know. You see someone, she bloody headlined Glastonbury and while, like, making people cry, she sat down on her knee and was like, hey, what are you doing over there, you know? That's awesome legend (laughs) behaviour. That's awesome legend behaviour. That's real ALB. Okay, this is another story that has been making headlines <laughs> around the world this week. It's They've sort of been the couple of 2021, besides Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. Besides you and me on this Besides podcast. us, besides <laughs> J-Lo and Ben Affleck. They're up there. They're top five, at least. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly did uh, the UK GQ couples quiz. And parts of their responses were actually, how you say, Disturbing. (laughs) So this is a little bit of um, some of the cooked stuff they said. What's something on my bucket list? Be abducted by a UFO. I'll give you two points for that. Your sun is Taurus. Your moon is Pisces. Your rising is Gemini. You have a stellium of planets in Pisces. Your sun is in the 12th house, which is the house that's ruled by Neptune, which is the ruler of Pisces. You're very Piscean and you're very Gemini, very morose, and the moods are very intense. But I know the whole chart. Now, Lindy, it was making me think, like, I, I, I'm sort of, I'm lost for words because so much of it is really, really intense. And I saw a post that they did, or that Megan Fox did a few weeks ago, um, which was, uh, you know, a, a photo shoot to tease it. And there was a, a poem. I just want to read you a little bit of it. Um, oh, I'm ready. I love the arts. The tale of two outcasts and star-crossed lovers caught in the throes of a torrid solar flare of a romance featuring feverish obsession, guns, addiction, Shamans, lots of blood, general mayhem, therapy, tantric night terrors, binding rituals, chakra sound baths, <laughs> psychedelic hallucinations, organic smoothies, <laughs> and the kind of sex that would make Lucifer clutch his rosary. I reckon. Oh my God. If you talk about blood and death a lot in your relationship, that's probably like a really good sign that maybe there's just, it's a bit toxic or there's a bit. There's a bit going on there. I've always thought that guns and organic smoothies go in the one list. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. This is... Sweetheart, you bring the guns, I'll bring the smoothies. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I get that that so much a part of her shtick at the moment Mm. is this, you know... um, anti-Hollywood stuff. And so it feels a bit punk or it feels she's a bit She's owning like, the narrative. feels a bit goth, you yeah. know. And she's she did have a really, really hard time and she was one of the ones who spoke out about people like Harvey Weinstein and being hypersexualized from a very, very young age. And so you, I do love to see her sort of owning her own story and, you know, stepping up and, and being more in control of her life. What I do find really challenging, though, is that their relationship from the outside looks like a codependent relationship that is not healthy. It also feels codependent on the publicity of it, right? I feel like it's defined by being so publicly intertwined and perhaps I'm reading too much into it, but when you say things like we have this combustible element and it could be so extremely high and intense, but we also have our really, really dark moments and, God, you should have seen us last weekend, you just think... The track record for those sorts of relationships is generally like pretty harsh and seeing them explode and explode them publicly is also 
Oh, what I don't it's like just is, really hard. is when people romanticise violence yeah. and aggression and it makes more tame relationships or more sort of balanced relationships seem a bit too vanilla, you know, that, mm. that real romance exists on the, in, in the most extreme versions of this sort of behaviour. Because I think it, it says to younger women and younger men, um, this sort of thing means that you really, really love each other and that your love is real and intense when... You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of evidence to say that that sort of thing actually means that it's a pretty unhealthy situation for you to be in, yeah. and probably not one that's sustainable. Go public, go public soon. Announce all these things. Drink blood. Drink blood. Get some guns. Organize your own reality. Yeah, there was nothing. I, I think one of the things that I found a little bit disturbing about watching that interview is just how seriously they take themselves and each other the entire time. Mm. There's such a lack of kind of humour and um, relatability to it. Yeah, there's just, it's like, oh my God, you are, there's no no self-awareness, you're drinking the Kool-Aid on this story that you've planned. God forbid anyone kind of burst this bubble at any moment because that's when it all... How do you reckon they decide what they're going to have for dinner? Like, I can't imagine them having a normal I reckon they choose it, but they throw crystals into the into air and into a Ouija board and they do a seance. Like, how do they, where's the normal part of their not, relationship? I, it's like, hey, sweetheart, would you mind just picking up the dry cleaning because I got the quilt cover dry clean. So do you just grab that on the way home? And also, what do you feel like for dinner? Do you want to have quesadillas? <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think that's where it's like you want to, you want, you want, I want, Megan Fox to enjoy it, that she gets to control the story that she puts out to the media these days. Um, and, you know, we saw this, like, huge... She says she's felt like this phoenix rising from the ashes with, you know, the the scrutiny that she was under, the sexualization in Hollywood in the early 2000s up until just a few years ago when people said, actually, Jennifer's Body is this cult classic. It's a feminist film. It talks about bisexuality, etc. So I really want her to have her moment. Mm. Um, but it does feel intoxicatingly extreme. Mm. All right. Well, what do you want to have for dinner? I want to eat the popcorn that you've got sitting next I'm to you. I'm stacking on it the whole time. I know. Brooke Boney and Linda Mariano. The Dream Club. Next up on the agenda for your cute and creepy, woofy uh, enjoyment. <laughs> that's an in-joke so in from last week. Hey, um, from this Thursday, Victoria, the most lockdown city in the world, will be emerging into some unrestricted freedoms. Woo! Yeah! Whoa! Here in New South Wales, we have had lockdowns easing over the last week and a half. People mm-hmm. are allowed to go to the cinema. People are allowed to go to restaurants, sit inside cafes, have get some indoor beers. gatherings, get on the beers, go to the pub. Brookie, have you been doing anything like that? I have done sweet F all. All of the things that I thought, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get out of lockdown for. Like going to restaurants, going to the pub. I had this picture of myself that I'd imagined standing on a rooftop, listening to that now. Um, Dua Lipa, Elton John song um, with a spritz in one hand and um, a see-through dress on. Um, <laughs> like literally what I did all weekend <laughs> was lay inside and watch, watch Succession. Then, and then 
over the weekend, I was like, I should, I have to do something. <laughs> I have to do something. And so I went outside my 5Ks to go to the beach. And then I realised, actually, it's not all of the things that I was excited about when mm. I was locked down that I'm looking forward to the most. It is like simply going to a friend's house and having yeah. more than one person there or being able to go outside my 5Ks to a beach and spend the afternoon there with a friend. Or, you know, I do have some reservations coming up, so I'm pretty excited about mm. that at restaurants. But I thought you meant reservations like you were holding back. I have, I have some, some reservations, reservations about coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have re- you have you have food I have reservations. Yes, bookings. Bookings, as they say. No reservations about my bookings. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, what about what about you? What have you been doing? I I was going to say that. Uh, that ease of I was able to go into my brother's house and have burgers with the family inside for the first time in months, which was so nice. You came over to my house and had ricotta cake, mm-hmm. which was totally outside your 5K zone to go and pick up that ricotta cake. So mm-hmm. I thank you for that. I similarly have not really done that much. Do you know what I've been really pleased about? That I can go to cafes, that I can still get a coffee takeaway but now places kind of have to take my keep cup. Of they course. can't really say to me, no, we're not taking keep cups anymore. And if they do, I go, well, really? You don't want to take it? All right. I'm not going to order. Really? I did that once. Did you? Because I went to the same cafe two days in a row. The first day they were like, yes, we're taking keep cups again. And then the second day they were busy and the guy that was at the door went, no, nah, I'm so sorry, we're not taking keep cups yet. And I said, you're lying. I came here yesterday. That person served me. I got a keep cup. Mm. And then what was your response? And he just went, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. Well, and I went, dude. I something to say on. to him. Just because you're busy, it doesn't mean the environment can wait. All right? That's right, man. The earth doesn't wait for anyone. <laughs> One thing that I have been very, very excited about is getting dressed. <laughs> like before. <laughs> yeah, I know. Before lockdown, you know what I'm like. I'm so daggy when I'm not on air because I'm sick. Like I hate wearing tight clothes or things yeah. that are like restrictive. And so I really take a lot of pleasure in being really quite daggy. But during lockdown, I think because we had so few places to go, I've just put so much more effort into how I look. Like I'm actually, I'm wearing pants, like pants that I haven't worn in like You are wearing years. pants. You're not pantless. I'm not pantless. Got the panties on. Panties and pants. So we do want to send a, uh, a re-emergence bit of love to you if you're you're coming out. Maybe you'll discover that there are, you know, things that you're really looking forward to doing. What are they? Oh, my God. Tag us in some photos and little stories at the Dream Club podcast on Instagram and show us what you've been excited to do. Have you been roaming outside your local neighbourhood? Are you inside a friend's house? Are you patting and cuddling your friend's dog? Are you, Linda, Yeah. be honest, are you sad that you don't get to have picnics anymore? Oh, my God. Tell me. I think that's going to be my dream club update. (laughs) Seeing the back end of picnics. Dream club. Don't fall for the trap of thinking that intensity equals love. Sometimes the butterflies in your stomach are not love. It's anxiety. Don't drink anyone else's blood, please. It's okay to not do anything. Even when the lockdown's left, if that makes you happy, be intentional about how you want to spend your time. Let's dream. Oh, Wolfie, it 
is our favourite time of the week where we get to have a deep and meaningful, a little DNM about the things that are sparking our interests and that we are aspiring to each week. And, you know, as I said just then, I, I think I need to put it out there. I am really happy to see the end of the phenomenon that is picnics. Left, right and centre, man. Imagine all those people who bought all that picnic gear. I know, I know. I bet it's all there. But, you know, I was walking home um, and there's a big park out the front of my house and it was where everybody was. It was a sea of picnics. It would look like a festival was on every weekend and even during the weekdays. And really? then Even during the week? Yeah, it was so packed. These people are supposed to be working. I know, come this on. That's why What's going they on? won't let people work from home forever because of those idiots out there picnicking when they picnicking. should. Picnicking. They're on the clock. Grazing. They're on the clock. They're on the clock and they're out there They've grazing. Punched Come on, mate. (laughs) They're out there eating their sweaty cheese on those tiny little wooden tables that they bought through picnic lockdown vibes. I was walking through the park and you know what? There was not one picnic on the weekend. Not one. Not one. Where's your picnic love now? All of you that said that you loved picnics and it was going to be a lifelong investment. I don't actually know anyone that said that, but I have to feel a little bit smug that I don't have to say yes or no to picnics. I just don't have to have those conversations anymore because now you know. Don't do it for me. I think there are some things that I will definitely continue outside of that, outside of the lockdown. Mm. Like, I think being really intentional about how you spend your time, like we have been in lockdown, is something that I'll carry over rather than just, like, reactively going along with the crowd. Of the crowd I'm like I'm at school we're, we're sheep <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah I think that's a good update Lindy oh, I'm enjoying that but like you are the like taking things at a very intentional pace and learning how nice it is to be on your own and give yourself that time when sometimes you otherwise wouldn't because you would fill it in with many other things in your calendar. It was like that thing that Dr. Zach Seidler said to us a couple weeks ago where he said there's been this beautiful natural culling of the relationships in your life where you really choose who and how you spend your time. And Mm. it's been this lesson that we've all had to subconsciously or really consciously learn. Mm. And that's been really nice. It has been really nice, hasn't it? Yeah. Just culling it down to a group of like 10 friends. You don't need any more than that. You don't. You just need a few friends to share some ricotta cake with. And the less friends you have, the more cake you get. That's (laughs) That's that's right. Well, we'll be back next Wednesday. But until then, join our Dream Club and follow us at the Dream Club podcast on Instagram. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Please leave us a cheeky little review and tag us in a pic. Yes, show us if you are emerging or if you've decided to just... Hold it down pat in your home and potter around. Let us know where you're listening from. If you're a lazy little lizard like me, you just stay in home. Good for you. Welcome to the club. The Lizard Club. So next week on the Lizard Club podcast. I'm going to be talking about next week. Heaps of stuff. Oh, my God. So much is happening. So much is happening. But we can't tell you anything. You're going to have to tune in next Wednesday. It's a secret. Love you. Bye. This is our ASMR. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
just want a whole chocolate block on a stick. Ooh. Bye. <laughs> a listener production.